Hello, my name is Phil, and Sam is practicing for a chamber orchestra. So, as you know, after we finish book one, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, which we are reading today, we will read The Pushcart War, and then book two, and after book two, you will be reading The Trumpet of the Swan. So, anyways, I will start reading the book. Chapter four, Keeper of the Keys. Boom. They knocked again. Dudley jerked awake. Where's the cannon? he said stupidly. There was a crash behind them, and Uncle Vernon came skidding into the room. He was holding a rifle in his hands. Nobody knew what had been the long thin package and he had brought with them. Who's there? he shouted. I warned you, I'm armed. There was a pause then. Smash! The door hit with such a force that it swung clean off its hinges with a deafening crash and landed flat on the floor. A giant man was standing in the doorway. His face was all was completely hidden by a long, shaggy mane of hair and a wild, tangled beard. But you can make out his eyes glinting like black beetles under his, all the hair. Oh, so, um, spoiler alert. So you may want to skip ahead if you don't want to hear who this is. And it, but it is Rubius Hagrid, <clears throat> Harry, Harry's first friend, and definitely the one who is very humble, but can't, but sometimes just can't keep information. Yeah, like he, um, spoiler, another spoiler. Um, he gives Harry the information to get past Fluffy or the dog. The giant squeezed his way into the hut, stooping so that his head just brushed the ceiling. He bent down, picked up the door, and fitted it easily into its frame. The noise of the storm outside dropped a little. He turned to look at all of them. <coughs> Couldn't make a cup of tea, could ya? It's not been an easy journey. He strode over to the stove where Dudley sat, frozen with fear. But up, ye great lump. Said the stranger. Daddy, Dudley squeaked and ran to hide behind his mother, who was crouching, terrified, behind Uncle Vernon. And he's and here's Harry," said the giant. Harry looked up in such force into the fierce, wild, shadowy face, and saw that the beetle eyes were crinkled in a smile. Last time I saw you was. Was only a baby," said the giant. "Yeah, looks a lot. Look your like what your dad. Wait, we've got your mom's eyes." Uncle Vernon made a funny, rasping noise. "I demand that you leave at once, sir," he said. "You are breaking and injuring." Ah, shut up, Dursley! You great prune," said the giant. He reached over. To Back of the sofa, jerked the gun of Uncle Vernon's hand and bent it into a knot as easy as been made out of rubber and threw it into a corner of the room. Uncle Vernon made another funny noise, like a mouse being trotted on. Anyway, Harry, said the giant, turning back on the Dursleys, a very happy birthday to ya. <laughs> Got some at for ya, Dursleys. A very happy birthday to you. Got some out 
Oh yeah, here. Oh, I might have sat and at some point rolled haste all right inside the pocket of his lap over. But he pulled a slightly squished box. Harry opened it, trembling their nerves, and inside was a large sticky chocolate cake with Happy Birthday, Harry, written on in green ice, and Hagrid looked up at the giant. Harry looked up at the giant. He meant to say thank you, but the words got lost on the way into the mouth, and he said, said Who are you? <clears throat> the giant chuckled. True, I haven't introduced myself. Rubius Hagrid, keeper of the keys and Hogwarts at grounds. Oh, just saying, now you can hear Sam, so yeah. He held out an enormous hand and shook Harry's whole arm. What about the tea then, eh? He said, rubbing his hand together. I cannot say no to Smart Grunger if you've got it, mind. I fell on the empty grate with the shriveled chip bags in and he snorted. He bent down over the fireplace. I couldn't see what he was doing, but when he drew back a second later, there was a roaring fire there. It filled the whole damp hut with a flickering light. And, and Harry felt the warmth wash over him, as though he'd sunk into a hot bath. Ba the giant sat back down on the sofa, which sagged under his weight. He began talking of all sorts of things out of the pockets of his coat. A copper kettle, squashy package of sausages, a poker, a teapot, several, several chip mugs, and a bottle of some amber liquid as he took a swig from the forest drain to make tea. Soon the last hut was full of the sound smell of selling sausages. No one said a thing while the giant worked was working, but he, as he did, he, he took the first six fat, juicy, slightly burnt sausages from the poker, deadly fingered it, fidgeted a little, Colburn said sharply, don't touch anything he gives you, Dudley. The giant chuckled darkly. Your great pudding of a son don't need fattening anymore, Dursley. Don't worry. He passed the sausages to Harry was so hungry he could never have tasted anything so wonderful but he still couldn't take his eyes off the giant finally nobody seemed to about to explain anything as he said i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry but i still don't really know who you are giant took a gulp of tea and wiped his mouth the back of his hand call me hagrid he says Everyone does, and like I told you, keeper of the keys at Hogwarts. You'll know all about Hogwarts, of course. Or no, said Harry. Hagrid looked shocked. Sorry, he said quickly. Sorry, Hagrid barked, turning to stare at the Dursley, who shrank back in the shadows. It's them who should be sorry. I knew you weren't getting your letters. Your letters, but I never thought they thought you wouldn't even know about Hogwarts for crying out loud. You never wonder where your parents learned at all. 
Oh, what Harry? Oh, what? Hagrid Thunder? Oh, just wait. Now, wait just one second. He had leaped to his feet, and his anger seemed to fill the whole hut, but the Dursleys were cowering against the wall. You mean to tell me? He rolled at the Dursleys. That this boy, this boy doesn't know anything about anything about anything. Nothing about about anything. Harry thought this was going a bit far. He had been to school after all, and his marks weren't bad. I know some things, he said. I can, you know, do math and stuff. But Hagrid simply waved his hand and said, About our world, I mean. Your world, my world, your parents' world. What world? Howard looked as if he was about to explode. Dursley! He boomed. I can see that Hagrid's really mad at him. And spoiler, it's just because, you know, because Uncle Vernon, Aunt Petunia, didn't tell him anything about his family. And they were just scared because they were no-nonsense people, like you read in the first chapter. And, yes, so we will continue. Uncle Vernon, who had gone complete, who had gone very pale, whispered something that sounded like mimble-wimble. Hagrid stared, stared wildly at Harry. But you must know about your mom and dad, he says. I mean, they're famous. You're famous. What? My mom and dad weren't famous. Were they? He's... What? My my mom and dad weren't famous, were they? Oh, oops, I read that. Yes. No, no. You don't know? Hagrid ran his fingers through his hair, fixing Harry with a bewildered stare. You don't know what you are, he said. Finally, Uncle Vernon suddenly found his voice. Stop, he commanded. Stop right there, sir. I forbid you to tell the boy anything. A braver man than Vernon Dursley would have quailed under the furious look Hagrid gave him now. When Hagrid spoke, his every syllable trembled with rage. You never told him? Never told him of what in the letters Dumbledore left him? I was there. I saw Dumbledore leave it, Dursley. And you kept it from him all these years? Kept what from me? said Harry eagerly. Stop! I forbid you! yelled Uncle Dursley Vernon in a panic. Aunt Petunia gave a gasp of horror. Ah, go boil your head, both of you, said Hagrid. Harry, you're a wizard. There was a silence inside the hut. Only the sea and whistling wind could be heard. I'm a what? Gasperi, wizard, of course, said Hagrid, sitting back down on the sofa, which groaned and sank even lower. And a thumping goon, yours, what else would ye be? And I reckon it's about time you read your letter. Harry stretched out his hand at last to take the yellowish envelope addressed Emerald Green to Mr. H. Potter, the floor hut on the rock. The sea. He pulled 
out the letter and read, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Headmaster Albus Dumbledore, Order of Merlin, First Class, Grand Source, Chef Warlock, Supreme Mugwump, International Confederate Wizards. Dear Mr. Potter, we are pleased to inform you that you have been accepted at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Please find an enclosed list of all necessary books and equipment. Terms begin on term begins on September first. We await your owl by no later than July thirty first. Yours sincerely, Minerva McGonagall. Minerva McGonagall, Deputy Headmistress. So, I know. So, why? So, if you're asking what this, um, she is head of Gryffindor. So that show that Griff. And this is usually the order of which place is gray, which house is Grace Felice. So apparently it's Gryffindor, Huffle, Ravenclaw, and Hufflepuff. Or no, actually, Huff, yeah, Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, then Slytherin. So usually bad, bad wizards don't really come from Hufflepuff and... Yeah. Hufflepuff and Gryffindor? They only come from. Well, they only come from Slytherin, really. But Ravenclaw still. Use your witch for good, sometimes bad. So, anyways. Questions explode inside Harry's head like fireworks, and he couldn't decide which to ask first. After a few minutes, he stammered, What does it mean they await my owl? Galloping Gorgons, that reminds me, said Hagrid, clapping a hand to his forehead with enough force to knock over a cart horse. From yet another pocket inside his overcoat, he pulled an owl, a real live, rather ruffled-looking owl, a long quill and a roll of parchment. His long tongue between his teeth, he scribbled a note that Harry could read upside down. Dear Professor Dumbledore, I'm going to hurry his letter, taking him to buy his things tomorrow. Weather's horrible. Hope you're well. You're well, Hagrid. Hagrid rolled up the note, gave it to the owl, which clamped it in its beaks, and went to the door and threw the owl out into the storm. Then he came back and sat down as if this was normal, as t- talking on the telephone. Harry re- realized his mouth was open and it closed quickly. Where was I? said Hagrid, but at that moment Uncle Vernon, still ashen faced, looking very angry, moved into the firelight. He's not going, he said. Hagrid grunted. I'd like to like to see a great muggle like you stop, he said. A what? a what? said Harry, interested. A muggle, said Hagrid. That's what we call non-magic folk like them. And it's your bad luck. You grew up with a family of the biggest muggles. The biggest muggles I laid eyes on. We swore when we took him and we put us to this rubbish that Uncle Warren. So 
before we stamp it out of him. Wizard indeed. You knew, said Harry. You knew I'm a wizard. A, a wizard? Knew! Knew! Shrieked Aunt Petitia suddenly. Knew! Of course we knew. Of course we knew! How could. How could you not be my dratted. My dratted sister being what she was? Oh, she got a letter just like that and disappeared off to that. That school! And came home every vacation with her pockets full of frog spawn, trying teacups into rats. I was the only one who saw her for what she was, a freak. But my mother and father, oh no, it was Lily this and Lily that. They were proud of having a witch in the family. She stopped to draw a deep breath and then went ranting on. It seemed like she had been waiting to say this for years. Then she met that potter at school. Then she met that potter at school. And they left and got married and had you. And of course I knew that you'd just be the same. Just as strange, just as, as abnormal. And then, if you please, she went and got herself blown up and we got landed with you. Harry had gone very white. As soon as he found his voice, he said, blown up? You told me that he died in a car crash. Car crash? Roared Hagrid, jumping up so angrily that the Dursley scud back to their corner. How could a car crash kill Lillian and James Potter? It's an outrage, a scandal. Harry Potter not knowing his own story when every kid in our world knows his name. But why? What hap But why? What happened? said Harry urgently. The anger faded from Hagrid's face. He looked certainly anxious. I never expected this, he said in a low, worried voice. I had no idea. Dumbledore told me there might be trouble getting a hold of you. But how much I didn't know. Ah, Harry, I don't know if you're the right person to tell you. But someone's got to, you can't go off to Hogwarts and not know. No one, not to Hogwarts, not knowing. You were a dirty look at the Dursleys. Well, it's best you know as much as I can tell you. Mind, I can't say, tell you everything. It's a great mystery. Parts of it, he sat down, stirred into the fire for a few seconds, and then said, begins, I suppose, with with a person called, but it's incredible you don't know his name. Everyone in the world knows who. Well, I don't like saying the name if I can help it. No one does. Why not? Gulping gargoyles, Harry. People are so scared. Blimey, this is difficult. See, there's this wizard who went bad. As bad as you could go. Worse, worse than that. His name was Hagrid Colt, but no one came out. Could you write it down? Harry suggested. Nah, can't spell it. Alright. Voldemort. Hagrid shuddered. Don't make me say it again. Anyways, this this wizard, about 20 years ago, started looking for followers. Got him to somewhere afraid, and some just wanted a bit of his power. 
because he was getting himself power, all right? Dark days, Harry. Didn't know who to trust. Didn't dare get friendly with strange wizards or witches. Terrible things happened. He was taken over. Of course, some stood up to him, and he killed them horribly. One of the only safe places left was Hogwarts. Reckon Dumbledore, the only one, you know, who was afraid of, didn't dare try talking to school, not just then away. Then anyway, now, Mom and Dad, good wishes and wizard, which and wizard, ever knew, head boy and girl at Hogwarts in their day, suppose, the mystery is why you know who never tried to get try to get um back on his side before probably knew they were too close to them to want anything to do with the dark side. Maybe he thought he could persuade him. Maybe he just wanted them out of the way. All anyone knows is he turned up in the village where you was living while living on Halloween ten years ago. You were just a year old, came to your house and and Hagrid suddenly pulled a, out a very dirty spotted handkerchief and blew his nose with a sound like a foghorn. Sorry, he said, but that sad. You knew your mom and dad and nicer people. <laughs> you couldn't find anyway. You know who killed them. And then, and this is a real mystery of the thing. He tried to kill you too. Wanted to make a clean job of it, I suppose. He just like kill him by then, but he couldn't do it. Never wondered, wondered how you got that mark on your forehead. That was no ordinary cut. That's what you get when you're for her for either full course touches you. Took care of your mom and dad, and your house even didn't work on you. And that's why yeah. And that's why you're famous, Harry. No one ever looked after he decided to kill him. No one except you. And he had killed some of the best witches and wizards of the age. The McKinnons, the Bones, the Prewets. And you was only a baby. And you lived. Something very painful was going on in Harry's mind. As Hagrid's tree came close, saw again the blinding flash, green light more clearly than he had ever remembered before. He remembered something else for the first time in his life, a high, cold, cruel laugh. Hagrid was watching him sadly. Took you from the ruined house myself and Dumbledore's orders, right you to the slot. What an old tush, said Uncle Vernon. He jumped. He had almost forgotten up the dursley was there. Uncle Vernon had certainly seemed to got back his corn. It was glaring at Hagrid. His fists were clenched. Now listen here, boy, he snarled. Uh, except there's some strange thing about you. Probably nothing a good beating would have of curse. And for all about it, there were, well, they were weirdos, no denying it. We're better off with. Okay, so Sam's with us right now, so say hi, Sam.
Alright. And let's listen from him. Hagrid was watching sadly. Took ya. Took ya. Took ya from the ruined house myself. On Dumbledore's orders. Brought ya to this lot. Load up Tosh, said Uncle Vernon. Harry jumped. He had almost forgotten that the Dursleys were there. Uncle Vernon certainly seemed to have got back his courage. He was glaring, glaring at Hagrid, and his fists were clenched. Now you listen here, boy, he snarled. I expect, I accept there's something strange about you. Probably not, probably nothing a good bean would have cured. And it's all for this about your parents. Well, they were weirdos, no to dine it. And they were, and the world was better off with, without them, in my opinion. And as for all they got mixed up. With these wizarding types, just what I expected, I always knew they'd come to a sticky end. But at that moment, Hagrid left from the sofa and drew a battered pink umbrella from inside his coat. Pointing this at Uncle Vernon like a sword, he said, I'm warning you. I'm warning. I'm, I'm warning. I, I'm warning you, Dursley. I'm warning you. One more word. In danger of being speared on the end of an umbrella by a bearded giant, Uncle Vernon's <laughs> courage failed again. He flattened himself against the wall and fell silent. That's, 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 be, that's better, said Hagrid, brooding heavily. Sitting back on the sofa, which this time had sagged right down to the floor. Harry, meanwhile, had st- still had questions to ask, hundreds of them. But... But what happened to Bull, sorry? I mean, you know who. Good good question, Harry. Disappeared, vanished, same night he tried to kill you. Makes you even more famous. That's the biggest mystery, see? He was getting more and more powerful. Why'd he go? Some say he died. Quad swallowed, in my opinion. Don't know if he had enough human in him left to die. I'm sorry he's still out there, bidding his time like, but I don't believe it. People who was on his side came back to ours. Some of them came out of kind of trances. Don't reckon they could have done it if he was coming back. Most of us reckon he'll still be out there somewhere but lost his powers. Too weak to carry on. Cause something about you wouldn't fit it. You, about, cause something about... You finished him, Harry. There was something going on at that night he hadn't counted on. I don't know what it was. No one does, but something about you stumped him all right. Harry looked at Hagrid with warmth and respect blazing in his eyes, but instead of feeling pleased and proud, felt quite sure there had been a horrible mistake. A wizard? Him? How could he possibly be? He spent his... Life being clouded by Dudley and bullied by Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon, if he really was a wizard, why hadn't they been turned to warty toads every time they tried to lock him in his cupboard? If he was defeated the greatest sorcerer in the world, how come Dudley has always been able to kick him around like a football? <laughs> that means soccer ball. Yeah, because in Europe, football is soccer ball. Soccer oh, and ball, by the way, ball. how much more of... Oh, uh, Hagrid, he said quietly, I think you have made a mistake. Speak up, the audience <clears throat> couldn't hear. Hagrid, he said quietly, 
I think you must have made a mistake. I don't think I can be a wizard. To his surprise, Harry Hagrid chuckled. Not a wizard, eh? Never mind things happen when you were scared or angry. Harry looked into the fire. Now, to, now he came to think about it. Every odd thing he had ever made before his, his uncle furious with him had happened when he, Harry, had been upset or angry. Chased by Dudley's gang, he had somehow found himself out of their reach. Daring, dreading to go back to school with the ridiculous haircut, he'd managed to grow it back. And the very last time Dudley had hit him, he hadn't he got his revenge without even realizing it? How did he? Hadn't he set a boa constrictor oh, on him? Yeah. Harry looked back at Hagrid, smiling, and he saw that Hagrid was positively being at him. Sorry, said ha Hagrid. Harry Potter, not a wizard? You'll wait. You'll be famous at Hogwarts. But Uncle Vernon wasn't going to give him without a fight. Haven't I, haven't I told you he's not going? He hissed. He's going to Stonewall High and he'll be grateful for it. I've read those letters. And he needs all sorts of rubbish. Spell books and wands and... If he wants to go, a great muggle like you won't stop him. Stop Lily and James Potter, son going to Hogwarts? You're mad. His name's been down ever since he was born. He's off to one of the finest schools of witchcraft and wizardry in the world. Uh, actually, it is the finest. Actually, it's one of the only. No, but um, they actually say later that it is the finest. Wait, no spoilers. There are other wizardry schools, though. We'll give you that, but... No spoilers. I know, but no, there are only in Europe. Uh, no, there are some in America, I think. Uh, yeah, I think there are a few in keep going. Asia. Yeah, I don't know. It's only I think it's only in Europe and America, but that doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. Uh, seven seven years there, and he won't know himself. He'll be with younger youngsters of his of his own sort for a change, and he'll be under the greatest headmaster Hogwarts ever had, Albus Dumbledore. I am not paying for some crackpot old fool to teach him magic tricks, yelled Uncle Ver Vernon. But he had gone too far. Hagrid seized his umbrella and whirled it over his. <laughs> never! He, never! He thundered. Insult! Albus Stumbledore in front of me. He brought the umbrella, swishing it down through the air to point at Dudley. There was a flash of violet light sound like a firecracker, a sharp squeal. And the next second, Dudley was dancing on the spot with his hands collapsed over his fat bottom, howling in pain. When he turned back on them, Harry saw a squirrely pig's tail <laughs> poking through a hole in his trousers. I guess he was too much like a pig. Hey, no spoiling the next part, because that's actually what they said. And he did turn into a pig. Really, his ears kind of grew, and he was a little more pink. He just looked like a pig in a wig now. Pig in a wig, yeah! Wait. There was a flash of violet light and a sound like a firecracker, a sharp squeal, and the next second, Dudley was dancing on the spot with his hands clasped over his fat bottom, howling in pain. When he turned back on them, Harry saw Curly's pig's tail pointing, poking through a hole in his trousers. Uncle Vernon roared. Pulling Aunt Petunia and Dudley into the other room, he cast one terrified look at Hagrid and slammed the door behind him. Hagrid looked down at his umbrella and stroked his beard. 
Shouldn't have lost me, shouldn't have lost my temper, he said ruefully. Ruefully. But it didn't work anyways. Meant to turn him into a pig, but I suppose he was too much like a pig anyways. There wasn't much, much left to do. He cast a sideways look at Harry under his bushy eyebrows. Be grateful you didn't mention that to anyone at Hogwarts. He said, I'm uh, not supposed to do magic, strictly speaking. I was allowed to do a bit to follow. Oh, um, I have a spoiler. So, stop. One of the reasons I was so keen to take this job. Ow! So, um, a spoiler? So, skip this if you don't want a spoiler. Or um, actually, Hagrid put his old wand that got snapped in half, fixed it, and put it in his umbrella. Uh, yes, that is a spoiler. Uh, I already told them, so continue, Sam? By the way, uh, viewers, just so you know, if you do not like spoilers, please, please, please... Just skip over our spoilers. Just b- skip over the spoilers. Because this is, like, the second time we've read this series. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so right. continue. Why aren't you allowed to do magic? Asked Harry. Oh, well, I was at Hogwarts myself, but I got expelled... To tell you the truth, in my third year, they snapped me, wanted half and everything, but Dumbledore let me stay on the as, on as gamekeeper. Great man, Dumbledore. Why were you expelled? It's getting late and we've got lots to do tomorrow, said Hagrid loudly. Gotta get up to town, get all your books and that. Oh, um, another spoiler? If you wonder why Hagrid was expelled, it was because he was raising... What was that spider's name again? Aragog. Oh, Aragog, and yeah, that's why he got expelled, and Tom Riddle told on him. Actually, it was Voldemort who told on him. I know, Tom Riddle is Voldemort, another spoiler. I think we've given the viewers a little too many spoilers. Oh, yeah. Why were you expelled? It's getting late, and we've got lots to do tomorrow, said Hagrid loudly. Gotta get up to town, get all your books and that. He took off his thick black coat and threw it to Harry. You can kip under that. Don't mind if it wriggles a bit, but I think he's got a couple of dorm mice in one of the pockets. That's all for today, folks. Bye. So, if you like our podcast, please subscribe. And remember, I'm Phil, and Sam was reading the book for a bit. And I also kind of said bye, folks. Bye, folks. That's all.